Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. Hi, I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Science, bitch! Today we're talking about science. And of course that is a quote from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad fans, you know where that comes from. Yeah, science, bitch! It's one of the famous funny lines from Breaking Bad. (laughs) But I'm not talking about Breaking Bad today. I'm talking about science. Science. What is science? What is this scientific method, the basic scientific method? And why is it useful to us in our lives? How is it useful to us? Because I think actually it's very, very, very useful And I think it can help you with some of your worries, some of your fears. Many of these fears and worries that I get in comments. Science could be the answer. Coffee and talk today. Can you hear the coffee? Drinking a nice coffee. The rattle of the ice. Let's think about the the basic scientific approach or the basic scientific method. I'm not talking about physics or chemistry or anything specific. I'm talking very, very, very generally. Very, very generally. What is the process of science, of real science? Not fake science, real science. Well, often, you know, if we look at the the very the, the classical scientists, some of the great ones like uh, Newton, for example, often it starts with I think usually it starts with careful observation. If you read Richard Feynman's book, Richard Feynman, Nobel Prize winning physicist, he's got a it probably has more than one great book, but. Um, there's one called Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman. And that one's uh, really great because it's, it's just kind of about his life and his career and the way he thinks. Feynman criticized a lot of science education around the world. Thought it was terrible, fake. He was not impressed with a lot of what was called science. A lot of people calling themselves scientists, he felt they were not really scientists because they didn't actually follow the scientific way of doing things. And he was very, very critical of science education, thought it was terrible in many places. So Feynman talks about this first step of science, careful observation of the natural world, of the real world. That's the first step. 
That's the very first step. One that is often missed today. Too many people just don't pay attention to what's happening. What's happening around them. What's happening in their own lives. What's happening in the world. They're not observing. Too many people just accept ideas and beliefs without this first step of carefully observing the great thing about observation careful observing careful noticing is that it is without judgments it is completely without judgments it is basically a meditative process it is meditation is a form of observation a system of observation and of course there are different kinds of meditation but it's this first step of just observing without judging without needing to make a decision without having to decide what's good or what's right or what's wrong or what's bad or what's true or what's false or make some idea or make a theory none of that is necessary and in fact you don't want any of that in the first step you just observe carefully you're just gathering information you observe very carefully that's the first step then the next step what happens after you observe for a while what happens after you observe carefully know something in your life could be something in the world could be something in your personal life could be something in business it could be anything but if you observe it carefully you keep observing you keep observing you keep noticing what's happening you notice patterns and then you start to naturally ask questions you will naturally start to ask questions you'll begin to wonder well why does this happen why is that happening you might start to ask what if questions if I do this what will happen if I do that what will happen or if this happens what will happen next right you start naturally a curious human being after observing enough will begin to ask these kinds of questions why questions what if questions this is the natural playful approach of children children do this automatically these first two steps completely natural to children because bef- young children before their curiosity and their minds are destroyed by the school system so i see this with my nephew i see this with my niece they naturally want to observe things they see some ants on the ground they start observing them the first thing they they just want to look at them they're really fascinated whoa what's going on what are they doing and then they start asking questions why 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 right (laughs) endless questions these are the natural first two steps of science now what happens next is also quite natural after you start asking a lot of questions, again, if you've got a healthy mind, you will naturally start to make guesses. You'll start to guess the answers. 
You'll start to think of ideas about why something happens. You'll start to think of ideas. What will happen? If I do this, what will happen? If that happens, what will happen next? And you'll start to just, because of you've been observing a lot, you see some patterns, you get some ideas, and you'll naturally start making guesses. Well, I think if I did this, probably this would happen. You're not sure, but you have some ideas. Or you think, ah, I think this is happening because of this. I think that's why. Again, you're not sure, but you start making some guesses, and they're guesses based on your observations. Science. This is called a hypothesis. It is basically an educated guess, is all it is. You know, we don't need to use these big words, these uh, official words. Basically, an educated guess. You start to make guesses. But then how do you know if your guess is correct? Well, again, in science, what comes next after the guesses, the hypothesis, is then experiment. You experiment. You have to test your guesses. Right? You have to test it. You're not sure, so you need to test it. So you you do something, and then you see what happens. And, of course... You know, official scientists are, are very careful about measuring everything and observing the experiment carefully and designing it very carefully, which is which is good. But in our in our general lives, we don't have to be quite so focused on numbers. Although sometimes we will be. But in general, the general idea is that you make experiments, you try things, you test your guesses. You trust, you test your educated guesses to see what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? What happens if this happens? And these are called experiments. Experiments. Now, here's the cool thing about experiments. In general, right, as a general idea and theory, experiments don't fail or succeed. They just get a result. Now, you might, now your guess might fail, right? You, your guess might be wrong or your guess might be right. But the actual experiment, it's not a failure and it's not a success. It just, it's just a result. The experiment will give you a result. Sometimes the result uh, supports your guess. You guess something will happen. You do an experiment. Ah, and it does happen. Aha! So maybe your guess is a good one. You know, one experiment might not be enough to prove it, but it would support your guess. So you aha! On the other hand, maybe you do the experiment, and your guess is wrong. It, what you thought would happen does not happen. It doesn't happen. So your guess is wrong. Does that mean the experiment failed? No, it did not fail. It, in fact, you could say the experiment is still a success. It's still teaching you something, right? It's showing that maybe your guess is actually wrong. It's not supporting your guess. But the actual experiment itself is not a failure. It's not a success. It just gives you a result. It gives you a result. A third kind of result would be one that's unclear. You do the experiment, it doesn't seem to support your guess. It also does not seem to 
cancel your guess, to show that your guess is completely wrong. In English, we call this inconclusive. It's a big word, inconclusive. Conclusive means kind of like certain, sure. Inconclusive means not sure. So you can get inconclusive results where uh, you're not quite sure. Not quite sure what it means. But even this can be interesting. In fact, in the history of science, it is often these inconclusive or strange results that are ultimately, finally, the most interesting. Because they create lots and lots and lots of interesting questions. Now, as you might guess, what happens next after you get the result of your experiment? Well, the experimental result, the result of your experiment will show something. So guess what? You observe it again. You go right back to the beginning. You carefully observe your experiment. You carefully observe the results. And then, looking at those results, new questions come up. Hmm. Right? New questions come up. Well, why, why did this happen? I didn't expect that. Hmm. Or maybe uh, it seems to support my guess, but is that for sure? Maybe I need to test it in a different way. So more questions start coming up. And then, of course, you'll have more guesses about your new questions. And then, of course, you need to do more tests, more experiments about those guesses. And then those guesses and those experiments will create new results, which you will observe. And then it just keeps going on and on and on like this, right? You can just, it just keeps circling back endlessly. So how does this help you? in your life. Well, I think this is an excellent attitude. It's a, this is about mindset. If you adopt, if you have, when you change your way of thinking to be scientific, a lot of your worries... Oh, a lot of your fears will get weaker and weaker. They'll start to disappear. So, for example, starting your own business. I've been getting a lot of comments and questions and fears and worries about that. And lots of people have all kinds of worries about it and thoughts about it. And I keep asking myself, why? What are they so worried about? And I... And at the root, they're too worried about success and failure. And the, ultimately, what is scaring people and what is worrying people and why they're so emotional about it is that they're so focused on succeeding or failing. They have this idea that they're going to try a business, for example. So they have their idea for the business. And then they think it's just a one-time thing. I can see the way they're thinking. They see it as this one-time thing. Some helicopter overhead. Go away, helicopter. What do I mean by that? 
they, they don't see it as a process, right? It's not an endless process, right? What I just described with science, it, that's an endless process, right? The result, then you get the result. Now you have a new observation. Now you have new questions. And it just keeps going endlessly in like a circle forever. It's an endless process. But I think a lot of people, when they think of some, uh, something they want to do, some big thing they want to do. Maybe I want to, I'm just going to quit my job and travel the world for a year. Or I'm going to sell my house and move into a tiny apartment, cut my expenses. Or I'm going to, I've got a business idea and I'm going to try to start this business. And then suddenly they get really afraid, really worried. All these emotions come up. It's because they're seeing it as this one-time thing. They think it's just one chance. Fail or succeed. They don't see it as a process. They see it as just two possible results. And they think they must be 100% right, successful, from the beginning. They think, well, I'll start my business, and then that's it. It fails or it succeeds. That's it. It's like flipping a coin. It's, ga- it's like gambling with my ego and with some of my money. And then people get really afraid because of that. They start to fear. So it brings up, it brings all this emotion into it because it's this judgment. Success, which we think is so great. Or failure, which means, oh, we're going to be embarrassed. And so that's creating in your mind... A situation where you're naturally going to be much more emotional, much more worried. That's like if you were a scientist and you created a an experiment, and and you thought that oh your your whole life depended on the experiment getting one specific result, and if it got a different result, then you know. It means you're a failure and you're a bad person and everything's terrible. And there are fake scientists who are like this now. This is part one of the big problems in science now is too many scientists are trying to get specific results. You know, they create these theories and they try to build their career, try to build their reputation on some theory and then their ego is behind this theory so they they are desperate to prove that their theory is correct and so then they design experiments that are kind of fake because they don't want the experiment to show something different well that's fake science but if you practice real science it really does much like meditation meditation is the same kind of effect when you practice meditation it calms your emotions this is one of the great things about meditation it calms your fears it calms your nervousness and it, it brings a kind of happiness that is much more peaceful and so too does this scientific way of thinking and approaching decisions in your life. It removes so much of the fear and the worry because you just start to think of your decisions as experiments. This is the mindset. This is what you need to do. Any decision, anything you want to try, 
instead of thinking of, oh, oh my God, this is so important. Do I, do I start my own business or not? Do I go to college or do I travel? Right? And you're thinking this is your, these are your only two choices in life. And if you make the wrong choice, oh my God, it's going to be so bad. No, it's just an experiment. Just think like a scientist. You've observed your life. You've observed something in your life. And you're making a guess. You're making a guess. I think if I start my own business, uh, I'll be more free. I'll, make, I'll have more money. And I can be more creative. It's a guess, right? You don't know if it's true. People like me are telling you this. So it's kind of an educated guess. Maybe you're listening to other entrepreneurs. God, this helicopter keeps circling around. You might hear it. What the hell? Go away. So anyway, you're making an educated... You've observed, you've listened, you've read books, you know, Robert Kiyosaki. And so you have an an educated idea, an educated guess that maybe starting a business is a good idea. And then maybe you've made a guess about what kind of business you want to start. Right? Maybe you just, you're going to make uh, clothes, some kind of, maybe you're going to print t-shirts in your apartment and sell them online. So you're making a guess that that would make you money and give you freedom and give you what you want, help you achieve your goals. Again, it's just a guess, though. It's a hypothesis. So what do you do? You just te- you, if you think scientifically, you just think, well, I'm just going to do a test. I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it. It's an experiment. Right? No ego. No ego involved. You don't need any of your ego. It doesn't matter if it fails or succeeds. You're just testing it to see the result. You're just going to experiment and see what happens. You don't need to get too focused on one result. You don't need to focus too much on, oh, it must make this much money, or oh my God, I hope it doesn't fail. Nope. You just think like a scientist and you think, well, what will happen? If I start a business making t-shirts in my apartment and selling them on eBay, what will happen? I wonder what will happen. Of course, I want it to succeed, but let's just see. And then you just try it. You just try it. It's just a test. It doesn't, okay? And you'll get a result. Many possible results. It might become very successful. Maybe your t-shirts have a great design. Hello? Uh, Thank you. Okay. Kind of interesting person just said hello to me. Um, so maybe your t-shirt designs are really cool and maybe you do a good job marketing on eBay or whatever and they become really popular and you, your business just becomes successful very fast. You start making lots of money. It's a bigger success than you ever imagined possible. You quit your job and you, maybe eventually it becomes big enough You got enough money, you move, you buy a building, and it expands, and you become super, super rich. You become a multimillionaire from making your t-shirts. That's one possible result. Another possible result is you make your t-shirts in your apartment, 
and you try to sell them online, nobody likes them, nobody buys anything. You lose a little bit of money, you lose some of your time. That's also a result. It's just a result. Doesn't mean you're a bad person, doesn't mean you're stupid, doesn't mean you're foolish, doesn't mean your idea was completely wrong. It's just a result. That's all. And of course, you hope there are many, 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 many other possible results that might happen in between those two. Uh, who knows, right? You might, because you launch your business, you might meet somebody who introduces you to another idea and you start a different business and that becomes successful. You don't know. You don't know until you do the experiment. You're only guessing until you do the experiment. And then you just look at it as it's a result. And when you get that result, what do you do? Something happens. Let's, let's take the, the second result. You, you start your business. You try to sell your t-shirts online. You try on eBay. Nobody buys. No sales. That's your result. Now, here's the cool thing. Like I said, it's a process. It's not just one result. It's an endless process. So you don't just automatically quit. You don't have to. The smart thing to do would be go back to the beginning of the scientific process. So now you got your result. No sales. So now you observe again. What do you observe? Well, you, you, you carefully observe your t-shirts. You carefully observe your eBay page. You carefully observe other t-shirt sellers that are successful. What are they doing? Compare that to what you're doing. You might also gather information from books about selling on eBay and having an eBay business or designing t-shirts. So you're back at the beginning, observing, gathering information. And then, again, questions would come up, right? Questions like, well, why did my t-shirts not sell, but this other person's t-shirts are selling? What's the difference? So you start asking a bunch of questions, and then, of course, you start making more guesses. Well, hmm, you'll start, you'll start to get some ideas again. Oh, well, maybe uh, they're doing this for marketing. Maybe that's better. I should try that. And you'll come up with some new ideas and you'll make educated guesses again. Maybe if I try this, I'll do better. Once again, they're only guesses, so there's no need to have any emotion about them. They're just guesses. They're hypotheses. So what are you going to do next? You're going to test them. So you do another experiment, testing the new marketing method. You try that. You get a couple sales. Aha! Now you got another result. So apparently, this new marketing method works a little better than what you were doing before. More information. Now it's time to observe again. And it, this process is endless. It just keeps going and going and going and going and going. There's no, see, there's no, w- there's no bad or good when you think of it like this. It's just, a, it's just a change in your thinking. That's all it is. Where you get rid of this idea of bad good. You get rid of this idea of success or failure. And it's all just an endless process of learning. Which is what the scientific method is designed for. What it is. Essentially, it's a it's an sort of a step-by-step organized system of learning. So you just use that method 
for any decisions in your life. Any decisions, but especially the ones that make you feel nervous or scared. Well, then change your thinking. So you can use the exact same thought on this, you know, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to go travel the world for a year. So instead of being terrified, oh, what will happen? Oh, well, you don't know what will happen. It's make your educated guess. Okay, my educated guess is that I'll have a great time because I've read the blogs and books of lots of other tra- world travelers, and they say they all say it's a super experience and it's much better than college. So I'm going to go travel the world for a year. My educated guess is that this will be a super positive experience and I'll learn a lot. Do you know for sure? Of course you don't. What do you do next? You test it. It's the only thing you can do. As a good little scientist, you test it. Okay, I'm going to test it. Now, you could test it in a big way and just go travel the world for a whole year. That's one way you could do it. Or you could decide, if you're a very cautious, careful person, you could say, well, okay, I'm a little nervous. Uh, I'm going to test it for one month first. Before I do the big test, I'm going to do a short little test. I'm going to test just for one month. So I'm going to go travel to some country for one month and see the result. Is it a great experience or not? So you go and you travel for one month to some country, whatever. And then you get a result. It's great, or it's not, or it's in between, whatever. And then you have more information now from the real world, from your experiment. You have another result. And then you take that result, and you look at it, and you think about it, and then you do a new experiment. And you keep doing this forever, at least as long as you're alive. It's exactly what I did with living in my car. It's exactly what I did. People often ask, you know, how could you do that? How'd you live in your car? Weren't you afraid? Da, 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 da. All this worry about it. And I just said, well, it's just an experiment. So, so my first experiment, I tried it for th- just a few months. I think it was three months. Just for a summer. I already had a job waiting for me at the end of the summer. So I didn't think of it as, you know, success or failure. I just thought, this is an experiment. I want to see what it's like. Let's see what it's like. I'm just going to test it. And I did it. And it actually, I enjoyed it. It had a lot of great benefits. And so when I got, I went and traveled after that experiment and lived abroad in another country. And then when I came back to America, I decided, well, I'm going to do, that was a cool experiment. I'm going to try a new one. I'm going to live a full year in a van. And then that was another experiment. It was just an experiment. The cool thing about experiments is that, you know, you're not... I think some people feel like they are prisoners. That if they make a decision, they become a prisoner of that decision. Again, I think it's ego. I think it's ego. People, like, connect their identity to every decision. So they... If they start a business, now their ego is connected to the business. So if it fails, then they look bad and they become embarrassed. Or they think they must do that for the rest of their life. Because now they have said, they have made a public decision, I'm going to start my own business, and now they can't change their mind, right? Like they're stuck, like they become a prisoner of that decision. Or they say, I'm going to travel the world for a full year, and they think, well, now I'm a prisoner of that decision, I must do it, or, you know, I look bad. Well, that's crazy. You're not a prisoner. You could decide, I'm going to, you could plan, I'm going to travel the world for one year, 
and then you go and you start traveling and you're having a good time, but maybe after five months, you start getting tired. You, you miss home. You decide that, you know what, this is enough. Uh, this has been a good experience, but uh, I'm, I'm done with traveling now. I think I'm just going to go home and get a job or go home and go to school now. You're not stuck. You're not stuck. You can change your mind at any point. So again, if you let go of the ego, if you let go of the judgment of good, bad, success, failure, if you let go of the emotion, it all becomes quite easy and flexible and not scary at all. They're just experiments, experiments in your life. And you just try them. You're just trying them and you see what happens and it doesn't matter what happens. Whatever happens, you just... Learn from the result, and then you do another experiment, and then another, and then another, and then another, and then another. And of course, you could do the exact opposite. Let's say, again, you're young, and it's time to go to college. You could do the opposite. You could decide, okay, I'm going to try college. I'll try just going to university immediately. I'm not sure. I kind of want to travel, but... Everybody tells me I've got to go to school, so I'm just going to go, I'm going to try it. Again, you, you just try it, okay? This is the other, people think that, oh, if I, if I say I go to, I'm going to school, then I'm stuck and I must stay in school for four years until I finish. No, you don't. You could go for one semester. You go one semester. It's an experiment. What's it like? Do you like it or, or not? Maybe you go one semester and you decide, ah, this is terrible, it's boring, I don't want to do this, and then you just drop out of school and then you go travel. So you did one semester. Or you do one semester and you say, I love this, this is great, and I'm going to keep going. Just an experiment. Each experiment is just a short-term decision that can be changed quite easily later. Of course, there are certain decisions in life that you can't change, you can't undo them, but most of the things we're talking about, like starting a business or changing your career or traveling or learning something, all these kinds of things are very easy to undo or to change or to try something else. Subtract your ego. You know, another area of ego I notice with businesses is that uh, sometimes people, they say, I want to start a business. Good. And then, like, they get stuck on the kind of business. And I notice that sometimes people have kind of an ego about this, where they feel like they need to do some business that has, a, like, a higher status. Like, l- most, lots of people like the idea of, you know, starting some kind of tech company. Because it's seen as high status right now. It's popular. It seems like it's a cool business. But selling t-shirts out of your apartment is not seen as cool. Popular now. And so sometimes people just avoid or forget or don't try kinds of businesses that are, would be much easier to try. Which they might even enjoy much more. Because they're so worried, again, what people think and trying to look good. Like, I've got a college degree. I can't just make t-shirts. Why not? College degree is meaningless. So again, you subtract out your ego 
And then many possibilities open. Many, many, many open. There's so many opportunities. Don't get focused on something that you think might not work. Just keep moving on and keep thinking and try something that will work or that might work. You're always just making educated guesses. That's all it is. And then testing them. Educated guesses and testing them. Observing the result. And then repeat, 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 repeat. I hope this will help. hope this will help you overcome some of your fears. Overcome your indecision. Overcome your worry about your decisions. What will happen? I don't know, huh? Just experiment. Just try. Just try it. Just experiment and see what happens. That's all. All right. You got the idea. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com.